Hey Angels, it's Amy from the Freud's Angels podcast. And Vanessa. We're here to bring you a special series about my journey and rewriting my narrative around my body and redefining my relationship with it. And along the way, as Amy is on this journey, we will bring to you gifts that come out of it, ways that you can handle your own body journey, things that you can think about in order to reclaim your own narrative. Now let's get to it. Hello, angels, my beautiful angels, in all ways, in all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all all genders and non-genders, all whatever, whoever you are. Welcome. (laughs) Yes. All all of you humans (laughs) and (laughs) non-humans, our fairies, our aliens. Hello, Hello. universe. (laughs) Yes. I feel a collective hug coming on. So if you feel like a collective hug, just bring it in and we'll collectively hug each other with consent, of course. (laughs) Always consent, even if we're loving on people. Um, Welcome to the Body Reclamation Series, episode 14. What what a weird holiday it's been. Today, we're going to talk about our bodies in winter. Because there's nothing like a good derailing moment when winter hits. Mm-hmm. In a sense of like, so many things about winter is disruptive. Um, the weather, first of all, not wanting to go outside, second of all. The idea of winter clothes, hello, let's add more bulk to our bodies mm-hmm. and feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much that go on in winter that I don't think we have enough time to cover everything. <laughs> I, know, I was a little bit like, oh, man, <laughs> like, in over our heads already. <laughs> I don't think... But, you know, and it's funny because Vanessa and I had the conversation just before where, where she was like, yeah, the whole like summer body, winter body thing. And I'm like, yeah, I said, it's winter. I have a body. Therefore, I have a winter body. Like, Absolutely. I, it sucks. It's like, no, I'm sorry. Your body is your body. Regardless of what season it is, mm-hmm. is just your body. And it can get frustrating because if we're outside doing things like in the summer and the fall, like that's where we get our physical movement from like hiking or walking or say we go to the gym or we go to yoga or whatever, or we go to dance class, whatever our form of movement we've decided on. Mm -hmm. The winter poses the challenge of a it's cold and who wants to go outside when it's cold. Yeah. B, it's like the inclement weather of the ice and the snow. And for me, it's a, it's a concern because yep. I don't want to fall. Because if I fall, there are things that can go places that are not supposed to go, like yep. dislocated hips and, you know, and things that are not supposed to be done. Like just, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's an emergency trip 
to the hospital may happen if I fall. So, and also let's, let's not even just talk about the body, but the seasonal depression, Uh like I suffer from it, like really bad. Like I want to actually hibernate (laughs) part bear. Really? (laughs) I want to go into hibernation when the days get shorter. I mean, it's like four 30 and it's dark outside. It makes me want to cry. It does because I'm like, I want the sunshine. Even if it's rainy, I still want the sunshine. It's like, I have such a problem with it. So there's many factors that kind of show up in the winter. Now, those of you who love winter, I'm happy for you. I'm glad for you because winter is so hard for some of us. And so let's talk about first about the the, the clothing issue. Finding clothes to fit our body in a normal day, it can be difficult. Like if you're a person of size, it's like they think if you have a belly and a waist that your legs are gigantic. Yeah. Like because I have a butt, my legs are like 12 inches each. Like they're like... So there's a struggle with that. There's a struggle with getting things to fit properly. If you do have a belly or a booty or like shirts, like getting shirts to look flattering, if you have the muffin top, like type of role, you know, it's, it's, I accept my body, but the clothing industry does not help in any way, shape or form. And on a normal day, like in the summer, even like there's no standard in sizing. So it sucks. But then we come to winter and we have like, we want, maybe we are active and we want to go outside and play in the snow. Maybe we want to ski. Maybe we want to go make snow angels and be with our children outside. Mm -hmm. I have, it's been very hard to find any type of winter gear for bigger people without it being like super like you know how you put the snowsuit on a kid and your arms get stuck way out because it's so much padding you can't put them down and you walk because you can't bend your knees because it's so stiff like you end up just like kind of teetering that's that's the type of clothing that plus size people get and it's like it's so So disheartening because there are people of size who are very able-bodied that not Mm -hmm. like me who have a chronic issue that are able-bodied and that are very active and so I just, it, 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 it can be difficult and sure. there's that part of it. Yes. And I will say this, and some people may laugh and, and go, yep, I still get what she's saying. Fat gets far colder than muscle does far quicker. Amen, mm-hmm. So like your legs get so cold because there's, because if you have any fat around your thighs, oh my God, my butt and my thighs my are like ice cold. And I'm like, freak, I'm frozen. Yeah. I have no feeling left in my legs. Oh, that's true. And it is. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I could sit here and complain and, and woe. But what do we do? What well, do we and do? I think too, like the, the bulky clothing thing, I honestly, I didn't even think about it until you said it earlier, like right when we first started. And I was like, dude, 
that is so big for for so many people, right? Like it is, it does not matter what size your body is. I think a lot of people have difficulty with bulky clothing because of what it, how it alters your body size. And when you are like very body conscious, like, or subconscious, like, or, you know, like, like you're, you're really having a hard time with it, altering it in a way that makes it look bigger can really like stress people out big time. And I mean, Hey, winter, this is a perfect time for it, right? Like you, it's either that or freeze. And most of us are not choosing freeze for that sake. So we're struggling through what it looks like to look in the mirror and look bigger when you don't want already to look the way that you look in the mirror, you're already struggling with the mirror. And now the mirror looks even worse to you. I mean, I don't think I, 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 it, it, it clicked when you said bulk, I was like, that, that was what I was thinking of. I thought of clothing, right. Of, of being a major issue in winter, you know, like, damn it. If most people can't relate to that. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not to say that there aren't some cute coats out there and, but if you're a serious like snow person and want to be out in it and like really need like the Columbia, yeah, you can't get it. Like the men's two X, which should fit me does not like I tried on my friend Yeshua's quote and he, I think I got him a two X or an extra large. I don't remember which, but couldn't even come close to zipping it. Like it was like, Nope, I need about 10 inches more fabric, but it's, you know, what do we do? How do we face the challenges? Like, okay, so it's winter. We're kind of in the doldrums. We're having issues finding clothes that fit our body. We're, we're really kind of in that space of, of just like being angry at our bodies and being really down and rejectful. And our bodies change in the winter because our eating habits will change. Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll, especially over the holidays, like, there is no the second fall hits. I'm like, give me all of the savory, heavy foods. Like, yes. it's like, I am a hibernating bear. I need to pack on all of the, the energy to get me through the, the potato. I mean, because, well, if you think about it, if you eat seasonally right now, the things that are in season are pumpkins, like radishes, like not radishes, but um, turnips, um, like those types Starchy. of, yeah, those types of heavy, starchy type of foods that pack on weight in the winter time because God only knows when the next harvest will be. And if we'll get to the next harvest, because that's the way we live for a very long time, you Mm -hmm. know? And, but now there's that sense of, Oh, it's holidays. Now we're invited to parties where there's booze, where there's goodies of all kinds. And I'm not going to tell you not to eat them because I am not, because there is no way we should get into restrictive habits around the holiday because first of all, your holiday is going to be miserable. Yeah. Second of all, you're going to eat it anyways. And then if you punish yourself because you have eaten it or have that diatribe in your head of, Oh my God, I can't believe you ate it. You know, better, whatever, whatever, like, no, eat what you want. Food is not the enemy. Okay. There is a reason. However, if you've been told, that you have like a, a dietary 
something that's hurting you, right? Like more than just weight or calories or that bullshit that, that usually is what's going on. But if some, if, if a doctor, if a medical doctor has told you that this is harming your body, yeah, (laughs) that's the only caveat where we're going to, if your life, if your life, (laughs) well, if your life hangs around, you eat this thing, like Frenchie is allergic (laughs) to fish, any type of seafood. So yeah, please don't eat it. But what I'm saying is <laughs> the stuff that in our mind, we punish ourselves because we have labeled it bad because society's labeled it bad. I, I, the less that we put restrictions on ourselves in a sense of like, I can't eat that. The more we're going to eat it, the more we're going to want to eat it. And I think too, is that it also creates the narrative around I'm more worried about the food than I am about having and enjoying the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Now we can be cautious. We can be careful. We can be mindful around what we're eating, but Mm -hmm. you're like, I want that piece of pumpkin pie. And and you're in that process of counting the calories in your head. Don't just eat the pie, honey, just eat the pie because I'm, I'm sorry, but the more that we are into that space of like freaking out about gaining weight over the holidays, the more trauma and the more weight we're going to gain because the stress mm-hmm. of worrying about what we're eating creates weight gain. You could just stress and not eat anything and eat totally salads all winter and still gain the same amount of weight as you would have gained. If you would have said, oh, you know, I'm going to have the, I'll have the, the pumpkin and the apple pie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And enjoy it and be happy and laugh and carry on. You'd gain mm-hmm. the same amount of weight and have la- half the fun. That stress hormone is an MF and that means stress about what you're eating too. We I said it before. That. We're saying it again, it's not about the fucking cake. <laughs> it's not about the fucking pie. It's about how you feel about the pie. And so we don't want to be in the negative space it's not a space to grow it's not a space to be happy and it's not a space to find wellness it's like wellness does not equate in a negative or an againstness energy wellness means that you have an intuition you have a mindfulness if you want to eat all of the sides that everybody brought and the desserts i welcome you to do so and i don't want you to go through that mind of thinking well it's okay I'll eat this candy because I'll burn it off and and, and I'll, I'll, then I'll just burn it off at the gym. No, we're not going to think like that either because that is a, it, unless I do this, I can't have this. And then I'll have this and then I don't go do this. And then what do I do? Then I get mad at myself. So mm-hmm. we're going to create a positive environment. You're going to have what it is you want to eat. You're going to enjoy it. And then you're going to sit there and think, okay, what kind of movement does my body want? Now in the winter time, it's hard unless you go to the gym and it's easy for you to get to the gym or, but if you're a person who uses the outside world, the outside gym, like trail walking and walking, you know, on the sidewalks or on the streets or whatever, it can be dangerous, ice, snow, um, and it can be hard and it can be hard to want to do it. Like the motivation of walking in the cold is far less than I motivation than it is for me to go out in the summer and springtime and like, woohoo, it's great outside. Right. Right. <laughs> so what are the things? I mean, one of the things that 
I do, I always done is I always have the indoor stuff that I can do because there are days I know I love, I used to love to exercise. I used to love to go to the gym. Nowadays, I don't love to go to the gym. First of all, COVID ruined it for me. Second of all, um, I have a hard time because of the people in the gym and how they make comments and how they, you know, and how that impacts me. Um, So I, I have learned to have plan B. If I'm not emotionally okay, or I don't want to go to the gym, or I'm not motivated to leave my house, I'll be like, okay, what is plan B? My plan B is I have about, oh, four different type of workout videos. I have one that's yoga. So it's not workout. It's more yoga, which is a workout for me because it's hard, but I have a couple of of walking videos that I love that I've always had because I feel good about doing them because it's very positive. They're very um, whatever, or like I will put on YouTube and put on my, my playlist and dance around the room for a dance party for 15 minutes at a time. Like I'm like, okay, that's my exercise. Or there is, I want to share this one place, this one person. Okay. So you're a beginner. Say you haven't exercised your whole life or you haven't exercised in a very long time. And because of a chronic illness and you're at a space where you need to start moving your body because you're finding it weaker. I'm going to share a story and why I'm bringing this up. I went out to the cabin um, last weekend. I went on a getaway with my six of my five of my friends. There were six of us. I went up to, I went to do some trail walking and there were some, there was some steep bits and I got stuck. Like I couldn't go any farther. Like I didn't feel I could. I felt if I lifted my leg up, I would fall over because I would lose my balance. I didn't have security in my walking. Then the other day, (laughs) I was getting up out of a chair. I was at dinner somewhere. I, my legs were very weak. Like they couldn't, they, they, I stood up and immediately sat down. That hasn't happened since prior to my joint replacements. Mm -hmm. And the other day I was standing, I was getting up, I was putting up, I was putting on like uh, my shorts or I was getting dressed sitting on my bed and I went to stand up and my, one of my legs wanted to give out. And I'm like, oh shit, it's really starting to happen. My lack of physical exercise and my lack of physical movement is preventing me from living my life. It has started to happen. So. I was like, okay, what are we going to do? Because this is not okay. I want to be independent for as long as I possibly can. And a person with a chronic illness and multiple joint replacements, it's already shortened a little bit because there may become a time where I do need help and I do need in care help, but I am not there yet. I am 40 something years old. I am not done living my life. And I was like, oh, hell no, girl. I was like, This is, this is a red flag. This is a very big red flag for me because it's not about my weight. It's not about my size. It's about my ability to live my life. Mm 
It has now turned from exercising because I need to lose weight to exercise so I live an independent life for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. The shift happened because you you remember when we talked about physical movement, how much I struggle separating the idea of exercising to lose weight versus exercising because it's good for my body. I was struggling with that switch. I was struggling with the idea of every time I exercise or I've exercised for a month that I'm not on wanting to go on the scale to see how much I've lost. Like I'm, I still sought that weight loss versus, oh my God, I'm getting stronger. I can live a good life that my reasons have changed. And I, well, I think the universe too was like, well, if you're not going to make the goddamn switch, we're going to force you into this because yeah. you're not doing what you need to do. Right. <laughs> Let's, so, <listen> to this. <laughs> Let's try this. <laughs> yeah. I'm listening, listening universe. Listening. I'm hearing you. you don't need to go any farther. Yeah, so, like, no more, no more. This is big yeah. enough. <laughs> because the fear of falling is very real for me. And the fact that, if I go through my house and clean my house, I'm exhausted. That's not okay. I'm not even done. And it's only half of the house that I clean. It's like, okay, there are, there's issues here. So I'm like, okay. And, and we talk about goal setting and we've talked about that before. And I, that's come again in my mind is like, what are my goals? And I, and so I'm, going through the process of listing what are the things that I want out of physical movement and what are the goals? What's the high end goals, meaning at the end or not at the end, but when I'm kind of at the peak of my physical ability versus now, like what are my goals in 30 days? What are my goals in six months? What are my goals in a year? Like, what are those goals? And I'm like, okay. And what, and how do we get there? Because I think that's what we miss. We have all these goals and then we're stuck in that phase of, well, how do I get there? I don't even know. So there's this guy, his name is Justin Augustine. Justin Augustine. Like it's, it's his name is weird when you say it together because it sounds really strange, but (laughs) I will, I will put his um, URL in the, um, the comments of the podcast. So I, I had wanted to take his courses before he was selling them per course, like a 30 day course. And then, and then it was a gentle beginner. Then there was a beginner then there was intermediate. Well, now what he's done is created a subscription service, which I think is better marketing for him because he's going to get more money, which is good for him because he's a very insightful human. And he is taking you through 30 days of the gentle beginner, then the beginner and then, and then forward on, if you feel like you need to re go through the beginner again, or if you're ready to go to the intermediate, but the intermediate also has modifications for the more beginner type of people. So I went on there and it's everything like he is, I'm talking like gentle beginner is like, you've never exercised before yeah. or you haven't in a long time. So you feel your core muscles are weak. So he spends time creating foundational muscles like a physical therapist would. That's why I like him. He's very yeah. physical therapy-esque type of yeah. energy. And mm-hmm. he he's very supportive and he's he does a really good job at it. So that is is what that's where I'm headed. 
is that I am going to pay for the six month subscription, which is, um, I think it turns out to be like $10 a month because the month to month is $15 a month. But I was like, well, let's pay six months, try it for six months, see if I'm doing it, see if I'm I'm motivated, you know, see how it goes. And then I'll decide after that. So I, the reason why I recommend him is because there's not many people who are doing exercise videos or exercise services out there that start with that very slow, gentle pace. Because if you say, for example, you're a person who is suffering from an illness, like maybe you have cancer, maybe you have leukemia, maybe you're, you know, you're just coming online from like having a a heart attack or something. It gives you the ability to, to, identify where you're at. It gives you the ability to see where you're at. Like, Oh, I'm, my legs are weaker or my upper body needs more work. He gives you a schedule of when to do them. He gives you, you know, cart like cardio seated cardio. Like that's amazing. Like to think that I don't have to get up and hurt my feet and my hips and my knees because I have to do cardio, like to get my heart rate up fast enough just by doing seated things is amazing. And people don't do that when you go to the gym and get a personal trainer, they want you on the treadmill or the bike or whatever. So if you're a person who has not exercised ever that needs guidance, needs help, needs somebody to help you guide, I really do recommend checking him out because I'm very particular I've been in physical therapy long enough to know what's good and what's not good about exercising and how people want you to exercise. I, he has my stamp of approval. Awesome. So, because I knowing physical therapy and knowing what they'd have you do a lot of what he does is physical therapy based. Mm -hmm. So you can do them with, without weights. You can do them just as you are. You can get a can of soup or something, or if you have weights to use them, you know, he, he's very, it's very adaptable. And like, you know, you talk about upper body, you know, I've not met somebody in the industry that tells me I can do my pushups on the wall. Like yeah. we used to do them in cheerleading. Yeah. And cause I could never do them on the ground because I couldn't, cause I have no upper body yeah. strength or very little. And then, yeah, and I don't know how I did cheerleading and I have no upper body strength. I have no idea, but anyway, I, I can't do a push up. So, I mean, I can maybe two. So he does like things like using the wall, you know, doing them off the ground, like, oh, you can't get on the ground. Here's the adaptation for sitting in your chair or not doing it on the ground. Hello. Like it's important to find functionality with your exercise. I don't care how strong you are because if you can't get above the ground, if you can't do certain things, you know, if you don't have functionality with your exercise, meaning it's not going to help you be live an independent life for a long time, then there's not, I mean, why do it? You're just yeah. lifting a weight. <laughs> it's like, right. let's lift right. a weight in a way that supports us through our lives to be independent, to be strong, to be sturdy on our feet. And that's, that's sorry. I'm on this tangent. I'm like, Oh my God, Amy, shut up. So, <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I think, well, I think, the, you know, the part that you drove home a lot was that it's physical therapy based. And that's the part that I want, that I hope everybody is really listening to, because those are the people, physical therapists do not get enough props for what they do, because they're, 
they're so individually based. They look at you, right? Like, cause they can't do their job if they're trying to get you to do something you can't do. So they look at what's going on with you. They look, they evaluate, you know, wh- where you have deficits or where things are, are, are not evenly matched and they help you figure out like wh- how to make that for your body happen. You know, and a lot, all of these other things, these exercise gurus are all like, hey, everybody do this. And it's like, dude, everybody's body can't do that. Even people who are not in a bad position, you know, like say say me, I, I work out here and there and whatever. I have a tear in my rotator cuff that I never took care of. So there are certain things that I can't do right now. I need a physical therapist to tell me exactly how to fix this problem, right? And that's only going to be through small movements and stretching and seeing how it feels and and going slow, right? And not just hammering away because somebody told you you have to do 15 sets of three or 13, you know, whatever, you know, like uh, that's the part that I'm hoping that everybody's listening to is think of it as like a medical intervention of or evaluation of where to start, what's going on with your body, really getting in tune with your body and not just having this only be about fitness because it is about your body's wellness over everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you have poor circulation. I have horrible circulation in my Mm -hmm. legs. Why? Because I don't use my, I don't walk enough. I don't use them enough. I don't, I'm the muscles are atrophied. So it isn't like they're being used in a great way, you know, circulation, like the idea of just your body, your heart health, your lung health. Like I have a very deconditioned heart. So one of the things I wanted to do, and one of my things was I want to recondition my heart that if I do house cleaning, I'm not like gonna like die of a cardiac arrest. Yeah. <laughs> it's serious. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's how people, you know, and just yeah. lung health, like not being out of breath, climbing like four stairs, like really? So, you know, it's, it's all of the things. It's all of the things. It's not just, and and none of it has to do with weight loss. None of it, none of it. And I think it's, it's perfect for you to bring it up right now because we're talking about like our bodies in winter and we're not able to, you know, do some of those things outside, but this sounds like a very perfect thing that you can do inside that can still, yeah. You know, it, it's still movement, but it's really a great time. You can't get out and do all kinds of stuff. It is a great time to get to know your body, right? To reconnect, to reconnect or stay connected to your body, right? Like, so if you already started uh, a, a wellness journey when, in terms of movement a month ago, and now you're like, oh, frick, it's cold and I don't want to go outside and I don't want to do those kind of things. This is the kind of thing to do. Go somewhere else that is not going to make you, you you don't have to run in place in your freaking living room or try to like get a heavy bag so you can do punching things (laughs) like find something like this. That's like, let me get in touch with my body then while I have the time, while we have the time together, because we're, you know, hibernating inside, let me do like a, like a nice full body, like evaluation of where I'm at and what, what, where my strengths are and where I want to improve in strength. Like, I love that idea. It's, it's kind of like, I don't know. It, it's kind of like a get to know you kind of thing. Like, I don't know. It seems a little special. Like when you're 
you know, when you get the opportunity to go away for a vacation with a friend, you know, and you feel like I get time just with you, like this can be a time with just yourself and and your body and really, you know, getting to know yourself. And, um, you know, it's also, I think too, is that it doesn't have to be boring. It can be fun. If you're like, I'm good. I'm kind of like stable. Um, forgive the noise. My heater just popped on. Um, and if you're like, Hey, I need to, um, I want to keep moving. I'm good. I, I know where my body's at. Well, do, do fun things. I have a, I have a salsa like video that is supposed to teach you salsa and like, but at the same time, it's, it's geared towards doing, um, getting your heart rate up kind of like, you know, getting you moving, getting your body moving and, you know, doing certain steps that the salsa does that, you know, so it's like, you can have a dance party in your bed, in your living room without, you know, your cat won't judge you, I promise. And, you know, and you can just I dance while I'm cooking. I dance while I'm cooking almost every single day when I'm in the kitchen, because you're standing there waiting for things to cook, right? I have music on. So while I'm, you know, waiting for things to heat up, you know, I'm rocking out and moving my body. And again, like you said, and I can't like, can't be stressed enough. It's not about exercise. It's about movement. Like I'm moving my body right now. It feels good. And while I'm doing it, I say, it feels good to move my body. Like I'll shake it out. Like you just evaluating what your body's doing, being conscious, being intentional, letting the day go. I mean, this is me in the kitchen, uh, whatever, wherever anybody's doing any of this, but this is me in the kitchen letting it all go, shaking it off, adjusting from day to night, like really intentional movement. I don't care how many freaking calories I've earned. I don't like, it's not about that. It's just about moving and feeling good about moving and staying connected to movement as something I like, (laughs) not something I loathe. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you know, and uh, we summoned the cat, by the way. That's what you said earlier when Vanessa was like, oh, I will judge you. I just want everybody to know this is the cat coming by. I, I judge everyone. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I will laugh at you. <laughs> She's like, and then bite you because I love you. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I think that we need to set ourselves up for success. If we're just starting on our movement journey, there's ways to do movement inside the home. There's ways to do that. There's simple ways. Um, Maybe you you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to go outside, but there's many activities you can do at home. And even if you're just doing a yoga stretching video, like just a stretching video, not not a full-on yoga half a flow or, or a vinyasa flow or something, it doesn't have to be hard. It can be um, very easy and it can be just being gentle with yourself, knowing that it's the winter time, your body's going to react to the cold. Your joints may be a little bit sore because of the barometric pressure, because that's where my pain comes from is when it's winter time and there's like snow or rain in the air, that pressure is what hurts because it's a soft tissue around my joints that cause me pain. So that's why in the wintertime it hurts. It's not the cold, it's the pressure. And mm-hmm. so, you know, knowing that it's like, I want to recognize that, oh, I need to be a little gentle. Maybe I need to, you know, 
massage my knees a little bit more before I get them working and maybe do small movements before I get them warmed up to do anything. Or maybe I need to schedule an extra massage in the winter time so that my body can cope with some of the inflammatory stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. And I encourage you when you're giving gifts to others, especially for me, I love giving gifts of massage because I think people need it. I think it's a good self-care tool. Give yourself one. Yeah. You know, I, I know that I, I need that self-care stuff Mm -hmm. in the winter time more so than in the spring or the summer or even the fall. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we need to really take care of ourselves, take care of our bodies, take care of, you know, what it is that our bodies are asking for. And sometimes it's warmth through that pressure, that touch. Maybe it's an energy session where I'm releasing energy. Whatever it calls to me is whatever I need. And we need to heed those calls. You're worth spending that money on a mas- scheduling a massage. And you need to remember to give to yourself before we give to others because you're the one working very hard to get the money to give gifts to others. You're the one that's, that's, you know, you, in your life, you have to take care of you. So give yourself a gift this year of something that's going to make your life, make you, make you connected to your physical body. And that's going to treat your physical body with kindness and love. I have a, there's a local massage therapist I want to try out. There are $50 new patient specials. I'm on it. I'm spending Mm -hmm. that $50 on myself because I need to. Mm -hmm. And so I am just, you know, it's, it's important. You're important. We're important to take care of and to be extra compassionate and extra understanding around winter time, because that's when I think we lose our sense and, and please, for the love of God, for the love of yourself and all of the holy beings, don't, don't use physical movement as a new year's resolution, please do not, do not, do not tell me. Well, not in a negative way, right? Like, like, like if we want to say, Hey, jump into the new year, I'm going to love movement more. That's very different than like, Oh, New Year's resolution. I better get my shit together by, you know, this year. Like, don't come into it with a negative, like, have to. And don't look at it as a New Year's resolution. That's why they don't work, is that we, we, a resolution, what? We're resolving to exercise for once in our lives. Or resolving, like, like an issue that needs to be addressed. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Please. Like it's totally fine to have those times of year that you decide are your restart or are your like magic, like times to manifest newness. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah. But But please, please, for the love of God, do not. I, you know, if you want to set an intention for what you want to feel this year, what you want to accomplish this year, I'm all for it. But please don't use the idea of movement and put that, that pressure on yourself. Cause I think when you talk about, if you're not a person who that's not a part of your life, 
forcing yourself to do it is not always the best way. You're not always listening to your body. You're saying, I need to exercise. So therefore I'm going to make my body do it. Mm-hmm. Your body's going to have something to say about it. And if you don't listen again, your body can't trust that you're going to listen to it. It's going to create another bigger divide between you and your body. If I were to just start exercising because I'm like, yep, we're going to do this because whatever. And it's going to be like, yo, but Hey, we're not like, we can't go out and do 30 minutes on the treadmill and, you know, in an hour in, in the weight room, we can't do that. Like what's going on? Why are you forcing me to do this? in a way that makes it feel like punishment. It's like, you well, that's know, what on. a resolution is punishment for the, for the transgressions that you have done in your life, whether, whatever they are, you feel like you have to, you know, make restitution to yourself in the form of change. And like, that's why I feel like the bringing in the different energy of it, of like, because we do, I mean, I think naturally a lot of us, the beginning of the, the, the year is, is that time, you know, like I'm doing my vision board that time of year, you know, it just coincides with me, but it cannot be with that energy of I've transgressed. And now I have to, you know, atone for my sins, which is essentially what happens when we go, Oh, I got to start going to the gym, right? Like I, I'm punishing myself for everything I've done prior Whereas if we come in with that energy of, all right, like this, this is part of the journey that I'm willing to go on is getting to know my body and wanting to feel it differently, wanting to learn about my muscles, wanting to feel how each one of them, you know, like coming into it with like curiosity and, you know, a new lease on how you feel you know, is okay because you're coming into it with love, right? Like I'm looking to seek love. Yes. for myself, not hate and, and just feeling bad about myself. Which rejection. Is I mean, rejection. Exactly. Like it's totally fine to be like, okay, I have not been, you know, I haven't been on. I, I mean, I, we all do it where it's like, okay, I haven't really, you know, hit that goal that I was looking for. Why get curious? How can I reconnect to that with love? Because if I connect to it with punishment, I'm just going to the the chasm gets deeper and wider like bringing that together of like okay you know there's something that I was missing you know I didn't love movement this year right like why (laughs) what was I doing what how did I punish myself all through the year that I did not love movement the way I thought I was going to on January 1st 2021 (laughs) what did I come in with right but I'm not coming in with in 2022 (laughs) Well, or, you know, what is it, how, what have I, what have I been working through this year that, that, you know, because when I'm in the thick of my emotional stuff, physical exercise is not on the top of my list. And, you know, and, and when we're dealing with our bodies, all of it means something. I, I mentally and emotionally have to get into that space of, you know, okay, my body trusts that I'm going to listen to it. So we're going to try some movement now. Yeah. May it happen in January because I need to get over the whole Christmas spending hump. Yep. Mm -hmm. But it'll happen and I will do it and it will be okay. But at the same time, it's like, I have to make sure that I'm ready. And I am, I've proven that to myself after this week and realized that, Oh girl, you are ready. And your body's asking now 
for you to strengthen it so that it can do the things you're asking it to do. And I'm like, okay, we got our infusion happening on Wednesday. I'm ready to go. I wanted to wait till it's in case I wanted to flare. I'm, I'm ready to go. So we can have ease of movement and, you know, and, and so I'm like, okay, so. So you're coming into it with that energy, right. Of like, I'm not going to take, I'm not biting off big, big things. Right. To, I'm just not like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm I have goals and the goals are great to have, but we don't jump to the goals. Right. We start, we start where we are. We evaluate where we are and add on where yes. we are. <laughs> like oh. not, not like projection. It's like, this is where I am today. If I can bend my leg once today, I will bend my leg once today. If I can bend it twice tomorrow, I'll bend it twice tomorrow. If I can still only bend it once tomorrow, I will bend it once tomorrow. And all of this is okay. <laughs> yep, it is. And it's also like, for me, it's about just kind of just asking my body what it needs and what it wants and what it, where am I at? It's like, I want it to be strong. I'm listening. Like it, it needed to trust that I was going to listen and not go to the gym and try to do the things I did, you know, four years ago. Well, actually more than four years ago when I was an able-bodied human, like we're talking 13 years now, but 14. And so, you know, it's kind of like that sense of like, oh, you're listening now. You're not going to go make me do the hard stuff. You're not going to not sleep enough. You're not going to not feed me. You're not going to, you know, you're not, you're going to, oh, you're making changes because I've asked you to. Okay. I trust you to hear me. So I'm ready for some physical movement Mm -hmm. and really just connect and to be an ally versus all this punishment. We feel we need to dole to ourselves all the time. And it's not true. It's not true. Don't use exercise as a punishment because it's you're doing yourself a service. It's not, not sustainable. And I mean, I think that that's what like is the big energy that has to come in. It's like, if I'm punishing myself, nobody likes to be punished. Eventually oh. we stop. Eventually we stop because it's like torturing. It's like being tortured. Eventually we give in because there's only so much that we can take. And yep. if you're going to punish yourself, there's only so much that you're going to take before you say, fuck this. I'm not doing this to myself. This is harder than being where I was before. So I'm going to go back to where I was before. We all do it with multiple different things. And it's all because of exactly what you just said. <laughs> like, we, But, you know, over and over until we internalize the idea that things are, go slowly. Things need to be connected with love. Things need to be very, very intentional. They need to be properly guided, right? Like, for ourselves, you know, if you're already a martial artist, sure, you can jump into a P90X, whatever. That's cool because you know your body can handle it. If you are not a martial artist who already has that basis, then you got to find something else. I'm thinking of like in high school <laughs> because like when it, I thought of it earlier when you were talking about this guy in high school, when we had like our gym, like things where when they would have stations you know, so they'd have like the climbing rope station, which was the station I never went to. Like (laughs) talk about no upper arm strength. Um, But like my favorite station 
was the sweating to the oldies <laughs> Richard Simmons on VHS because it was fun and it was very low impact. And it was like that man made those things for like old people who were like, you know, fragile in bones, but still wanted to move. And like, so that's what that made me think of is like every phase of our lives, we need different things. And we've, we, we need to just go find the thing that, that, that supports that phase of our life. And there's, that's it. Like that's the, the legitimate basic thing that we forget to do. Like, where am I at right now? Like if I want to learn how to ski, I don't just strap on some skis. I may go to a ski school and I may say, Hey, I can snowplow bring me from snowplow to going down the hill. Right. But, but you teach me with your good guidance because your good guidance isn't to drop me off at the top of the hill. <laughs> And let me just figure it out on the way down. Same thing with our bodies, right? I want to yeah. be that. But how do I, where, where am I at right now? What's the next step? Not what's the step that I'm not, not the goal every time. What's the next step? And here's, here's something that just, that they, they kind of just downloaded to me because in, in the fact that I'm like, okay, I'm making goals. I'm setting up, how do I achieve them? Our ways of how we our goals for like times when when it's easy like spring summer fall we have to change mm-hmm. how we do it in the different seasons like 100%. we can't expect that everything i do in the summertime and how i do it in the summertime is going to apply in the winter time mm-hmm. we have to allow you know in the winter time or even late fall a, there's holiday seasons. B, it's more difficult for us to have movement if we're in a, if we live in a space where we have winter. Um, Arizonans, uh, you know, the, <laughs> they're good. <laughs> they're good because they have sunshine most of the year, almost yeah. all the year. But yeah. knowing our environment, knowing what we're going to come up against, we have to create these plans that have fail safes of. Okay, I know that in the wintertime, I'm a homebody. I'm never going to leave. I'm not going to go to the gym. Fine. Pause your gym membership for the wintertime. Like, be like, I need to put it on pause or I need to put it on hold. And then do find movement within the home, around the home. Make things more challenging. Do the things that, you know, that you think you'll find success in. And if you do them and you're like, I, I don't want to do these. So then what's what? Just try something else. You know, we have to, we can't create the same plan 12 months out of the year because the, especially when we're, we're affected by weather, we have to understand it. My summer plan, is not going to work for my winter plan? And I need to make sure that I have adapted my plan in those moments so that I am successful, that I find a level of success so that you're not like, well, you failed all winter. That's why people do resolutions is because they haven't set up that sense of I'm not going to go out and go to the gym. I know me. I know who I am being very realistic at who you are and what you are or are not going to do. I know I'm not going to go to the gym. I know it. So I need to create a plan at home that is easy to achieve, but yet keeps me moving, just moving. And that's super important. So remember that when you're creating your goals and plans and and how to achieve them and what you're going to do. Make sure you give yourself time enough to rest because rest is just as important as physical movement. Our body's natural tendency to heal 
heal itself is essential. Like it is essential. Um, if you don't rest, even if you're just laying down and you, maybe you're not a person who can sleep eight hours a day or, but even if you're just sitting, laying down or whatever, resting your body is important because it wants to heal itself when you're doing major muscle movements and whatever, because when we lift weights or when we do exercise, we're tearing muscles so that we can create bigger ones. And so it needs time to recoup. That's why you don't do leg day twice in a row. <laughs> so, right. so it's just being mindful and being mindful of what feels good to your body. Cause it's allowed to feel good when you're doing physical movement exertion. Yes. But it's allowed if it hurts, it's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so no yeah. matter how big or small that motion is. I mean, I think a lot of people who, like you said, are starting at the, like the, 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 the very smallest of movements is all that they can do. I feel like there's that, that thing that comes right in of like, no, you, you need to do more because that's not enough. Like take it out of your brain because it's not sustainable to do more than you can do. It's yep. not sustainable. You need to do what you can do first and add on very slow increments add on. I mean, I'm talking like, and it, I mean, I'm a, I'm a serial like bounce in between. My boyfriend was saying it the other day. He's like, I see it now. Now that I've been around enough, I see you, you do everything. Every single thing in your life is done in sports. You do not do anything consistency. It is all spurts. You will do yoga for months and then you will stop. And then you will do weights for months and you will stop. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, like I do things in spurts, but every single time I ha- I go back to whatever it is, it's evaluate where you're at and then just add on very slowly. So if we're doing weights and I can only do five, then I do five. And then the next time I do six, I don't try to do 10. It's absurd, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> six, how do I feel? Seven, how do I feel? Oh, seven's it? Then seven's what we do. I'm not thinking about what the trainer is going to say that you have to do them in five, 10 or 15 sets. Like who gives a shit? I'm going to do them in whatever my body tells me I need to do them in so that I'm possibly a little uncomfortable, but not in pain. And that's everybody's body is different. You have to know you in order to create a program that works for you. I can't like, cannot stress that enough about every single thing in your life. There is no such thing as cookie cutter works. It's all about you and knowing you. And the more you know you and the more you create the journey on your own, the more empowerment you gain because you knowing yourself is where the empowerment is and the ability comes from. If you don't know yourself, you are going to continue to not know yourself as you fail. It just reinforces that you don't know what's best for you. Yep. Amen. So I hope this has helped give many facets to the idea of our bodies in winter. And like we said, it's, it's could be a loaded question, but remember that you are just where you need to be. You are a beautiful, magnificent human, just where you are. And that I encourage you to take restriction out of your holiday season to, you know, I mean, we don't want you dying if you have an allergy or some sort, but (laughs) something that's really going to make you miserable. Like, we don't want that. 
but that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> we're going to have. And we're not going to have that right now because <laughs> right. that is coming in a couple of weeks. And right. we're going to talk Be about mindful it. And talk and about be mindful and with intention. If we do yep. things with intention, and even if that intention is to be happy, we're, we're going to have a completely different energy around it. Yep. Absolutely. Because, and trust me, it's, yeah, it's not, not worth stressing about because it'll make the negative impact on your body even more when you've rejected the food you just ate. So I implore you to enjoy your holiday season, whatever that may be, whatever that was, if you're follow Hanukkah because it was last week, but the week before, but I love you. We love you. Um, Enjoy your holiday season and make kind with your body. Move it a little bit every day. So my old therapist used to say once a day, all the way. Yeah. Love it. So love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Thank you for joining us on Freud's Angels. We are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us. To continue the healing, connect with us on Instagram at Freud's underscore angels and on Facebook at Freud's Angels. Please subscribe to the show so that we may help you continue your journey. And remember to give us some love in the review section. If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.